Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Tuesday, hanging out with you here. Wake Up Called, broadcasting live from the DriveHubler.com studios. You miss any of the show, you can catch it on the Podcast Center, 1075thefan.com. Reminder, Tony East going to join us coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. Well, let's get right to him. It's a Tuesday in the 8 o'clock hour. You know what that means. Head coach of the Indiana Pacers, Rick Carlisle, joins us here on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Coach, good morning. How are you today, sir? Hey, what's happening? Uh, not much. Uh, enjoying your game last night, enjoying the run there in Vegas, and uh, getting ready for a lot of basketball and football this weekend. We appreciate you joining us here uh, on the Wake Up Call. I guess let's start here, Coach, if you don't mind. Uh, before we get to last night and looking forward to the Bucks and other games, uh, what do you think you learned about your team there going to Vegas, taking uh, so seriously the in-season tournament? I know it did not end in losing to the Lakers the way that you won wanted it, but what did you learn, do you think, about your young team? And then what did you make of the uh, the attention, the experience, the exposure that your team and a guy like Tyrese Halliburton got along the way as well? Yeah, um, you know, what I, what I learned is that uh, we're a young team that is uh, gaining experience, um, that is gaining moxie, that is has shown the ability that uh, that we can get on a run and and win some games against difficult opponents. Where we we've shown that we're opportunistic, um, and we've shown that uh, you know we're, we're resourceful and we can find a way to win games. Um, you know, the starting with the quarterfinals last week against Boston, which was you know a week ago. I guess it's yesterday now. Um, that environment at Gamebridge was uh, not unlike, you know, a conference finals game um, in Gamebridge or the old Conseco, you know, on a, on a, on a Memorial day um, after the Indy 500. I mean, you know, it was, it, it felt like that. And our crowd really, um, I mean, they pushed our team, you know, to be able to, you know, overcome a halftime deficit um, find a way to hang in, and then uh, you know the energy in the building just just got us over the top. And then you know we get to Vegas, and then you know it's another tough game against uh, against Milwaukee, and it's and it's back and forth. You know it's a halftime lead, and then they come out and put 43 points on us in the third quarter, and you know things could have really gone south, but we uh, it was a bend not break type situation um you know we we hung in there and and found a way to win that and then the the game against the lakers was disappointing um their two stars played you know at a at a, at a very very high level and we just didn't have our best day and then coming off that you know we had a murderous travel day on uh on sunday um you know coming back against the time zones all this and and you know playing last night against against a team that that had lost 19 games in a row and 
you know, just a really, really challenging situation. But our guys showed, uh, you know, amazing resolve, uh, really, really good growth and maturity. And we just put our head down and they, and they found a way to, you know, come up with a professional type win. And so it's been a really terrific week and, and we want to obviously, uh, you know, keep this thing going tomorrow, um, you know, on the road against Milwaukee and it'll, that, that'll be another tough one. I do want to get to last night in just a second, Coach, but while we're on Vegas, going back to whether it was the quarterfinal game last Monday or the Milwaukee and Lakers games, you know, how would you say the scouting attention, the intensity level, uh, even the environments, albeit on a neutral floor, compared to what you've been used to in your career come April and May in those seven-game playoff series? Yeah, the, um, the environment in Vegas was – uh, it was unusual because it's a it's a neutral court, and you know the the Milwaukee game um, was quite different than the final game. Uh, you know the final game was essentially a Lakers home game. You know because of the proximity, um, you know the the popularity of the Lakers franchise gets gets all the uh, gets all the Laker fans out and uh, and that kind of stuff. You know, but I think one of the really really cool moments in the, the game on Saturday against LA was when the entire building starts chanting, let's go Pacers. I mean, it was, <laughs> you had to be, you had to be able to hear it on TV and we, we had been down and our guys just kept fighting, kept fighting, kept fighting. They just, they, you know, they show the resilience that they've shown the entire tournament and the crowd completely flipped and I don't know who started chanting it, but the whole building got going and it, it, it had to be a really cool moment uh, for our players because as you, as you elevate, you know, your, your status as a team that can, you know, be a playoff contending team to a team that can be a, a perennial playoff team to a team that, you know, each year is, is a team that advances you get to these, these these higher level stages, you know, whether it's conference finals or finals, um, it, it's different. And particularly when you get to the NBA finals, I mean, the, the stage is, is so different. You know, now you have practices where you're required to have, you know, three or 400 media people worldwide um, in, in your practice, watching your, your preparation for 30 minutes. It's just, it's just mandated. And so, that stage creates, you know, a physiological feeling um, that you have to go through to understand. Uh, it, it's a combination of excitement, nerves, pressure, you know, what, whatever you want to call it. And what you have to learn is how to how to make those moments um, your friend. And you know what it means when you, you know, your sleep patterns change a little, your your saliva tastes a little different, all that kind of stuff. And our guys, you know, did a great job with it. And we didn't play our best game uh, against the Lakers, but but we competed very well. And you know, it, it bodes well for the future of the team. He's Rick Carlisle, fresh off of a victory in Detroit last night, thirteen and eight now on the year. Uh, in my opinion, Coach, I thought the in-season tournament was a roaring, roaring success. Uh, any tweaks that you think the NBA should make as they look ahead to year two coming up next year? Well, the, I'm sure they'll look at a few things. I mean, <laughs> if you want to nitpick the thing, um, 
you know, one of one of the the built-in um, things that is is going to happen is if you get yourself to the quarterfinals, you're you're buying yourself one or two way more difficult games on your schedule. I mean, there's just no way, no two ways about it. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna end up playing Boston, I think, five times, and we're gonna end up playing Milwaukee five times. And um, you know, if you're wanna if you wanna make arguments about things, um, you know, losing in group play will buy you two more easier games, <laughs> likely when when the rescheduling comes comes in the week during the the week where there are no games scheduled. You know, for us, it was. It was great to play um, harder games. I mean, that's what that's what we need. Um, but that's one thing that is kind of a fact of life with it. Um, you know, the other thing is uh, the, the the differential um, part of it. And I don't really think that there's much that they can do about it. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a thing where it's gonna be solely based on four four pool games, and there's a pretty good likelihood that you're going to have a couple of teams that go three and one or a couple of teams that um, go, go four and oh, as you, as you move to the quarters, um, you know, you're going to have to find a way to break ties. And, you know, when, when I was, when I was on the competition committee for several years in a row, it was at the end of David Stern's run as commissioner in the beginning of Adams. I, you know, I was, I was, I was involved with it, you know, with both commissioners and they both sat in on these meetings. You know, David was always, was always looking for a way to give a nod to the FIBA game. Um, and there was talk about uh, making the live ball on the rim um, rule, the FIBA rule, um, you know, an NBA rule. It, it, it never passed for some different reasons, but the differential to me is, 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 you know, an obvious way to give a nod to the FIBA game. It's, it can be a little bit dicey and a little bit ugly if you want to, uh, like I said, if you want to nitpick it, but um, it did the job. And uh, so I don't see a whole lot changing next year um, unless, you know, they change the name of it because some sponsor buys it for a billion dollars or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I thought it was a great success. I know some people whined about the, the the point differential, but there's not much you can do. You have to pick winners to move on, and and you guys did uh, you guys did such a great job. I know it didn't end the way uh, that you thought, but a great experience for a young team. Rick Carlisle with us here on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Benedict Mather, and we've been talking about him this morning. Even last night, Coach, you said perhaps the best game he's had in a Pacers uniform, and we've kind of had that rhetoric a couple different times after some of his games early on this season besides the scoring and again I feel like I know what your answer is going to be but I'll ask it anyway uh, besides the 30 points last night what did you like that Benedict did on the court well I'm going to give you a different answer than you're expecting okay and that is that is that he's he's really he's really earning um the opportunity to be on the floor for longer stints um he's he's earning the opportunity to to finish games with uh, hard inspired play, you know, all around. I mean, his defense has taken a, a, a real jump. Um, his on-ball defense, his ability to bust over pick and rolls, uh, those kinds of things. Look, I know he can score. Um, you know, I don't want to hear about you know his his scoring. I mean, what he needs to do for us is to become uh, a true two-way player, uh, a high-level two-way player uh, in this game at both ends of the court. 
it was really interesting last night just watching the competition between him and Jaden Ivey. You know, they went five and six in the draft respectively last year. And and we're seeing a lot of this where guys that go uh, close close together uh, in the draft when they match up with different teams around the league, you know, it, it gets it gets into some really inspired competition, and that that was great to see. But you know, the the word or if there's a phrase that that I think is most important for our team this year, it's uh, a two word term, and that is earn it and. He is. Uh, he has earned. He earned the right to be on the court for whatever it was, thirty, three, thirty-four, thirty-five minutes last night. I mean, we we just couldn't get him off the court because of how he's competing at both ends. Yeah, I was gonna say it seemed like he almost played every minute there in the second half. Once you put him back in, uh, in the third quarter, what's been? And again, Rick Carlisle with us here. Pacers now thirteen and eight on the year. What's been maybe harder for Ben to kind of fully grasp that growth needed defensively? Or as more of a, hey, facilitator, make the extra pass. You know, you can get a high assist number with just making a few more simple passes. Well, he's developing more and more um, feel for the game, for the, feel for the offensive game. And, and, and what that means is, you know, the ball, he's, he's, he's moving the ball more, more freely and more kind of on time, you know, in, in the rhythm of the game. Um, He's he's giving it up more freely, knowing that um, you know if you the more you give, the more you will receive, and the ball will come back to you. And one of the things that's very that's a very that's a very big challenge in today's game is to to sell um, today's player on you know what I what I call you know old school motion basketball. You know it's it's really it's really what made Bob Knight's teams um, very unique is that he taught a style where, um, you know, the coach was, was basically uh, giving up control of the game. You know, um, coach Knight didn't call many, many plays. He, he, but he taught his players how to play the game, how to make plays and not call plays. And so, you know, one of the things that, that I, that was obvious to me when we got Tyrese was that we needed to play fast. And when you get into these more meaningful games, you know, where you, where you earn the right to, to play in these high-level games, being able to play with pace, movement, flow, without play calls, being able to, um, you know, have a team understand how the ball, how the ball needs to move randomly and how, how it makes it very difficult for the defense to guard you uh, flies in the face of, today's social media environment, uh, you know, of, of, uh, of highlights and, and everybody wanting to make plays that embarrass their opponents and stuff like that. I mean, playing, playing a pure version of the game um, is, is, is our best formula for success offensively because it, it creates the best high level of great shots and it helps us set our defense. And so, you know, we're getting it more and more, um, you know, I pulled a bunch of clips from last night's game where, you know, we had we had some some really great examples of it. Um, but it's but it's not easy in today's game. Everybody wants to hold the ball, everybody wants to dribble the ball, and everybody wants to feel the ball. And so, um, I'm proud of our guys that we're making progress in that way, and it, it's it, it's helping us. It's it, it particularly helped us in the last week when when these games reached a higher level of competition.
Rick Carlisle with us here Tuesday morning on the fan. He's on the Payless Liquors Hotline. It's something uh, I've obviously noticed, fans have noticed, and you talked a lot about this last night, Coach, and that is the different defenses. Tyrese Halliburton is seeing uh, now more attention, the box in one. You guys have seen even a little zone against you, doubling him, trying to get the ball out of his hands. Uh, how have you coached that, knowing that Tyrese is going to see some different looks? And I guess, what do you make of what teams are doing to try to stop him in these games well we're going to see more of that uh, obviously because of his influence on the game but i i really it just i i end up going back to the same answer um you know you you, you can you can set up situations to um you know try to try to manipulate the blitz and put guys in in position to play four on three on the backside of blitzes you know bait 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 two defenders out to half court, move the ball, um, you know, or, or you can, or, or you can have a guy like Tyrese, you know, freely get off the ball, move, have him get it back off movement. And then, then things are unpredictable. And then it's a, it's a hell of a lot harder to blitz him and, and double team him. So it, it's kind of, I, I mean, I, you know, I end up giving you kind of the same answer and this is, this is this is where you know understanding what wins in the NBA ultimately is is important. You know, teams that can play a selfless, high-paced, flowing game on offense and have a possession mentality defensively are teams that win championships every single year. Um, you know, I was on a team in Boston in '86 where we did it. Um, you know, I coached a team in 2011 where we did it, and you know that's the goal. That's that's the culture that we're that we're trying to develop. Um, defensively, we're making we're making some strides, but uh, but it, but that's that's a greater challenge. Offensively, you know, we're by far the best team on the planet, and you know we want to maintain our identity, but but still keep working on the aspect of getting stops. And you know, last night we got we got enough stops to score in the 130s again, and you know we're 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 striving to consistently, you know, keep teams under 120, and then we'll work at 115, and 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 go from there. But, um, but that's that's the mentality that we we've got to develop, and we're seeing examples of of how we're capable. Coach, last one for me. Obviously, you guys flew out to Vegas. I think it was last Tuesday, and then you will be on the road um, at Milwaukee tomorrow night. Nation's Capital Friday. And then against the best team in the West, coming up Minnesota back to back Saturday. I know the NBA schedule has kind of evolved over the years. Have you ever had a road trip this long? I mean, we're we're, we're looking like eleven or twelve days. Yeah, I think so. I think we had one that was two weeks or close to two weeks last year, but but never one where you get on a plane, you know, uncertain whether you're going to play one game or seven. Right. <laughs> you know, which is, right. which is what happened. You know, and. And so, you know, I mean, I, I packed an extra bag, um, and you, you've got to be, you've got to be positive about it, but I'll, t- I'll tell you guys this, I, and this is, this is, uh, um, this is interesting. So, you know, uh, as we approached our last Monday game against Boston, um, <laughs> you know, the games were rescheduled during that week. So obviously we, we earned the Monday game at home. So, you know, had we lost, 
Um, the next question was, you know, the other rescheduled day was, was Friday. And so we were going to play the loser of uh, Milwaukee, New York, uh, on their home floor. Well, the problem was that uh, New York had something scheduled that <laughs> for whatever reason they were they were allowed not to reschedule and so had we won ha- had we lost against Boston um and just stay with me for a second so we played our game Monday and you know New York and in Milwaukee played on Tuesday had we lost and um let me get this straight and and New York lost which they did, um, we were going to have to play on Wednesday night in New York. Now, and New York would have had to play a back-to-back Tuesday, Wednesday. We, we would have had to travel to New York on Tuesday and get there, um, you know, 18 hours before they played or, you know, uh, to, to, to have an advantage of, of waiting on them. Um, now they they were put in a disadvantage too, but on Tuesday morning we were leaving at 11 a.m. either for New York or Vegas, and you know so what happened was New York ended up losing so and we ended up winning so we went to Vegas but had we lost and New York lost we would have played uh, Wednesday in New York <laughs> and and had it gone the other way uh, and we had lost. And, uh, and and Milwaukee had lost, we would have stayed over in New York two nights. Uh, we turned it into a plus one trip that players and, and everybody in the travel party could bring a significant other. And we would have had two days in New York around Christmas time. Then we would have flown to Milwaukee on Thursday night and played Friday. So the, the moral <laughs> of the story and the end of the story is that all's well that ends well because the Pacers won and, you know, we ended up going to Vegas. So it was it was a moot point. But there were some some machinations behind the scene that were scenes that were very challenging that would have created one of the oddest contingency trips in the history of the league. And obviously, we're very glad we avoided it. Yeah, it kind of gets me thinking back to those COVID you know trips of like you have to be in the town the night before <laughs> the game. You can't travel you know obviously well, morning of or day of. The well, game. I was going to say also, coach, those are two different wardrobes that you wear in twenty degree weather at the Rockefeller Center or out in the dry heat of Las Vegas where it's still in the nineties or eighties. I would imagine those are those are two different wardrobes. I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, absolutely right, and so, but. You know, it, it was it was another it was another lesson I think that the league learned and that all the teams learned about about the in season tournament and, and look if, if you look at the if you look at the scheduling of games <laughs> you know if you if you really want to play that game you know look at the teams that did not play last night um, in the league and a lot of them were teams that I think the league believes were probably going to be in the finals or have a chance to be in the finals. They, they certainly weren't predicting that the Pacers were going to be there. And so, you know, we, we disrupted some things, which is, which is great for our guys. Um, You know, we're a, we're a, we're a small market team that is looking to climb the ladder and we are looking to, to disrupt. And so uh, I'm, I'm proud of what, um, our guys were able to accomplish, and I'm, 
in many ways, even more proud of, of how we approached last night's game. I mean, this thing was set up, you know, every way possible for a letdown. And, um, you know, Tyrese was a great leader last night. He was a great leader in our meeting yesterday. Miles Turner, the same, um, Bruce Brown, the same TJ buddy and, and, and our veterans, you know, they, they really set a tone last night and did not allow us to lose that game. So I'm, I'm very happy for them. Very proud of them. Did you see the sphere in Vegas by chance? (laughs) Well, funny you should mention that. So on Wednesday night, uh, we got out there on Tuesday, um, Wednesday night, um, Kevin Pritchard got us got got a few of us uh, tickets to U two at the Sphere. Oh wow! And Damn. yeah, wow. oh yeah, oh yeah. And I, you know, I I didn't I didn't talk about this at the time, but um, if you want an inspirational experience, you know, and and you're a you're a U two fan, which you know I not many people that like rock and roll are not fans of U two. I mean, this was an absolutely unbelievable experience in the sphere just to just to see it's 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 like almost impossible to explain it over the phone i mean you you visually would have to see it um but the sound was amazing obviously they their shows are always amazing the stage is set up on one side of this whole bubble and the entire the entire wall of the bubble all the way up to the ceiling is, is, is a video screen that is beyond high definition. And so it just creates this, this visual and, and audio uh, experience that is unlike anything I've ever seen. And so uh, that was amazing. I didn't stay for the whole concert, but I stayed enough of it to really, to really appreciate, um, you know, uh, the way that they perform, number one, and, and number two, I mean, <laughs> the way that this building was put together and, and the technology is just is just beyond off the charts. How about that? I That's don't know amazing. What, yeah. What's a better night, that, or <laughs> than what you guys night. did the next night and uh, <laughs> taking that Milwaukee punch in the third quarter and punching right back to go to the championship game of the end season tournament? Coach, I... Uh, yeah, it was the uh, Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would imagine so. Coach, I texted you last week. It, it was a fun, fun run. I think a lot of people here locally, um, it's been pretty impressive to see how much they've enjoyed that and uh, looking forward to the rest of the season. Congrats on the win last night. Safe travels the rest of this week and uh, look forward to uh, chatting with you next Tuesday. All right. Take care, guys. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.